what is off the groove? It means you've blown the line or you're pushing the limits a little bit too far or just maybe you might be looking for a faster way around the racetrack. Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. September 13th, 2019, episode number 96. 96? 96. Man, that's a big number. Yeah. I say that every week. You do. Do you know any 96s? I was waiting for you to ask me that. Yeah. So one one guy that comes to mind is Roger Durkee. He uh, had 96 for a little while. Another one that's probably more relevant right now is David Lloyd from the Lloyd Brothers Lloyd race Brothers. team. Yeah, yeah so nice. da- David Lloyd had number 96 in 92 in 1993. And he's actually still in the game. He's actually helping Larry Pegram, who put on a good performance. We'll talk about that here in just a second when we get into Williams Grove. But man, guess 96. Where, guess where I'm at? Do I have to guess? No, I'm sitting right next to you. I'm I was going to say, can I state the obvious? I'm in Oklahoma City. What are you doing here? Shenanigans? I'm having, yeah, some shenanigans. It'll be fun. I'm. Uh, Is that the name of the episode? We actually named this episode Off Weekend Shenanigans. Off Weekend Shenanigans. Yeah. Because we're not technically racing this weekend at Grand National. Right. And you're here in Oklahoma City, so we're recording this on Wednesday, but we're going to play this on Friday the 13th. Correct. Yeah, Friday the 13th this week. Woo! It's been a while since we've had one of those. I can't remember the last time. Shall we get into it? I was waiting for you to start. Williams Grove? Man, what a night. Holy moly, good racing. Great racing, and more importantly, it was a safe night. Yep. The fans were really into it. Um, It looked packed. It was pretty crowded. They, what, they, they what, have a few grandstands there in different sections, right? Yeah, on the back straightaway, there's a set of grandstands that go off into turn number three quite a ways, and down the whole front straightaway, there's some. There's people in the infield. You can go underneath the racetrack in turn one. There's a tunnel. You can go over the back straightaway, which we don't go to a lot of racetracks that have a, a over-under yeah. yeah. like that. So the infield, you can go walk around. The pits were closed except for the open paddock area, which is kind of cool, and that's right inside the front straightaway. So uh, such a cool venue. They've been racing sprint cars there forever. I've only been there like the last three years in a row, but uh, we actually raced a national there back in 1994, and the worm, Larry Pegram, won again. So I've, I've mentioned that guy's name twice already. Yes, I know. And and we I think we talked about it on the podcast before the weekend, and then to see the performance that guy put on, how crazy was that crowd when... When he did that. So Brad Baker and myself were at the top of the grandstands in a glassed-in area. Yeah. They stood up. I would say half the crowd on the front straightaway stood up when he took the checkered flag in that semi. Yeah. Made a whole lot of noise. We could hear him through the glass. Crazy. And then, so what I did on the cool-down lap, when he came back around, I asked them to let him hear it. The entire crowd stood up and made some noise. And you know what? That had to be very cool for Larry Pegram. Absolutely, dude. Like... I mean, I saw him when you talked to him on the pit walk, and you said, putting it on top of the box, and he was like, eh, he seemed kind of hesitant, and then he goes out there and wins a semi. Yeah, at 47 years old. He just turned 47 two days prior to that event. Yep. Insane. Hell of a job, Larry. So, what are you doing in Oklahoma City? I forgot. Shenanigans. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what are we going to do later this week? Uh, we're going to shoot a Cribs episode in your of your place. I got the tour earlier, guys. Badass spot. Some mm. cool-ass flat track memorabilia. Mm, we're going to have to do that. I'm going to have to uh, have my maid come over then. No, you'll be fine. 
Okay, if you go fast enough, you won't see all the dust. I don't like putting on that maid outfit anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> well, do you want to keep talking about Williams Grove? Let's before get, we... Yeah, let's actually get into Williams Grove. Where do you want to start? Production Twins? Yeah, let's go in the order they run. They run Production Twins first, don't they? Yes, usually they usually, do. Yeah, yeah, sometimes they mix it up. I think they're trying to do Production Twins, AFT Singles, then the AFT Twins last. So yeah. uh, let's talk about it. How about a Pennsylvania sweep of the podium? I... I was kind of thinking it could happen. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be in this particular order, though. Uh, just being honest with you, um, about half of the guys in the production twins class were it seemed like they were from Pennsylvania. So, but the top three, Ryan Barnes was just on it. Um, Dalton Gautier, I thought he had something for yeah. him, and he had the lead. And then Barnes tracked him down, passed him. Actually, Barnes led every lap. But earlier in the day, it seemed like it seemed like when the track was wetter, Gautier was the man to beat. Uh, when the main event came around, though, Barnes just it looked like he picked it up a notch. He was aggressive. Yeah. Pat, I mean, I'm not saying he was dirty. No. Clean passing, and uh, he ended up winning by almost a full second. And, you know, hats off to him. That's his second one of the season. He's a man of very few words. <laughs> it's I mean, my he's favorite. really quiet. I'm telling you, I love it. I think he should just keep that gag going. Like, every time anybody asks him any question, one word. Yep. One word answer. Yep. And if it's the same one word answer, that's it. That's funny as hell. I then, love it. Then he can put that one word on the back of his helmet. Absolutely. Get a <laughs> tattoo of it. Do whatever you need to. Did, by the way, did you see the pit walk? Yes. We stopped in Varnes' pit. They told me about it. See. Are you guys like planning those gags or is well, it just like. Th this one was a little planned ahead. <laughs> All I was told uh, Ryan Varnes' at Kevin Varnes, who I used to race against, he yep. goes, be sure and stop by on the pit walk we okay. got something for sammy because we kind of missed his birthday his birthday was a few days prior to yeah. the Hager, or for the um, prior to the williams Grove half mile so all i knew is we're gonna wish him happy birthday i didn't know what they were gonna give him but the stool he was he was he's been using they stole from somewhere else so uh, that wasn't had, their stool no well it was i can't remember <laughs> the story of that but they had to they had to return that one secrets out the secrets out they had to return that stool yeah. so they got him a new stool for his birthday present, and he was nice. stoked. And I'd given that 43 hat earlier in the day, and he's yeah. wearing one of my hats. So that was pretty cool, too. So I've been watching you guys go back and forth on the social media for the past <laughs> week and a half, and that's been <laughs> funny as hell. Did you see the one where the, he's standing up, yeah. and he's like... <laughs> Whoever took that picture did a hell of a job, I gotta say. <laughs> he's I'm, barely in the picture. It might have been me. <laughs> it was good stuff. I, yeah, and that, he's funny as hell. I love that guy. Yeah, so Barnes again with the win. Gautier second. Coy Texter... Uh, he's still kind of playing the underdog again right now. Even though he's our points leader, he won the first three rounds, but people aren't talking about him, and I think he likes that. I think it took yeah. the pressure off of Corey. He got a third-place finish on the Yamaha. You, know, you know he wanted that win, though, right? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. And, and just like his sister wanted the win, too, but yep. Varnes with the win on the Kawasaki. Harley-Davidson second, Yamaha third. Yep. Carla, I got to mention, he was right there fourth, and the other Harley right there in fifth is Rispoli. So uh, Production Twins was a great race. Did I mention that I like half-mile racing? I thought, I thought you were going to talk about Lima again. No, no. I mean, I love Lima. That was a great half mile. But okay. Lima, half mile racing is my it, jam. Half mile racing, it's closer. Yep. And it's all in front of you. Like on a mile, they get spread out. Yeah. I mean, you had, you know, you had the good spot, get the good spot in turn one at the mile, but oh. it's it's hard to see the whole track. Yeah. And you can't see everything unless you get up high. So then you're farther away from everything. So half mile, everything happens in front of you. Williams Grove is a little bit different. Long straightaways, tight corners. So like a paperclip. Exactly, mm -hmm. kind of like Martinsville, yep. like you were in the NASCAR world for a little yeah. while. So that's what it reminds me of, um, which makes for the rider actually has to ride the racetrack in the corners, and it's more in the rider's hands than in the motorcycle's hands, yeah. if that makes sense. Uh, let's talk some AFT singles. Dalton Gautier, uh, again, Pennsylvania, on his Husqvarna, the only Husqvarna in the field. He leads the last 14 laps. Bromley actually led the first lap. I expected a little bit more out of Bromley just because the pressure was off. 
And, you know, last year he was like seventh or something like that, but he was just trying to win the championship. This year yeah. he's got to win races. He's got to finish in front of these guys, but he ended up fourth place finish. Morgan Mischler, I think, was impressive to me, but not the most impressive. That had to have been Oliver Brindley from England. And, Ali. dude, he was charging. I mean, from the moment he hit the track, he was – he finished it, second in that semi, right? Like, I was watching him all day, and he looked strong all it, day. It looked like a different Oliver Brindley. He was he must have either felt really comfortable on the bike, or the bike must have been set up perfect from the get-go, because yeah. he was charging all day long. Oliver on the podium, Morgan Mischler second, and Gautier, your winner. So, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, England, Husqvarna, KTM, and Yamaha. Again, three different brands, and that's so cool in the, in the AFT singles class. And Max Whale with another top ten. It's good to see him um, consistently and, finishing in that top ten. And also Dallas Daniels. Uh, I'll tell you, Cole Sabala looked good, too, early, right? Early like, on, yeah. yeah. And I think the main event, they may have made the wrong change or something like that. I think yeah. I read that they... They missed the setup a little bit, but yeah. uh, you know he's still he's still he's up there. All right, well, how about the uh, how about that twins class? Man, that was another good oh. one. Yeah. Um, and this one was a little bit of a surprise, but looking back in the day, I sh- it shouldn't have been a surprise because the guys who were fast earlier, and actually the guys in my ear were telling me Fisher Price in the in the one of the in one of the I don't know if it's qualifying or, or whatever That's but hilarious. so it's Fisher Price yeah and they end up coming up and getting both on the podium. That's so crazy dude. I, I, I was gonna say something about it, you know, Fisher Price is a toy. Yeah. The toys are out there. I just let nothing it, nothing came out go. nothing came out of my mind. <laughs> I but did I did hear you use your prices right line though. I did I, yeah. I was been wanting to save that one. He yeah. got second. I I thought maybe he would have some time to catch up to Briar, but Briar was just on it from the get go. And uh, you know, Jared Meese led the first two laps. He actually ended up in fourth place, but Briar led the rest of the laps and man He's, uh, he's getting close to locking up that championship. We're going to talk more about that next week. Yeah, I mean, obviously the big the big story is Breyer extending that gap for the championship points lead. Um, but, you know, if, if I'm Brandon Price or Davis Fisher, that's that's got to be one of the biggest races in my career. Obviously, Price with his first podium, right? Like, And that dude's just on fire his rookie season. And to see Fisher finishing up there on the podium, um, you know, with, with everything he's got going on, he doesn't even know at this point, seems like what he's doing for 2020. And I, I think there's a lot of people like that, too. So. Yeah. You you need to go out here. You need to finish off the year strong and maybe, maybe yeah. get picked up by one of these teams, maybe get a ride. Yep. You know, and that's what everybody's out here battling for. I mean, obviously the championship's probably between Breyer and Jared Meese. Yeah. So everybody else bragging rights. Try to win these last few races. So Price was second. Fish was third. Meese fourth. Pearson fifth. I think Pearson could have been up there, but a little bit of a wild first lap coming off for turn number two. And I, I thought, I thought I saw... One bike completely sideways. I heard a couple of the riders saying it looked like maybe Sammy made contact with somebody. It's just a racing deal. I'm not blaming Sammy, but uh, a couple of bikes. I think it was Bugs Pearson's bike. Supposedly was completely sideways coming up for turn two, and he somehow still savaged a top, a top five. Yeah, all in all, hell of a Williams Grove. I, I was. It was a fun night of racing. It looked like uh, some a big night for a lot of a lot of guys getting up on the podium. Now we have an off week. One more thing before we leave Williams Grove. You know, Brad Baker, who's been helping me out at each round, yeah. sometimes it's not ideal for him to get to where we have to announce from. Yep. We usually have to give him a piggyback. You actually gave him a piggyback at <laughs> Daytona. But the crowd at Williams Grove, actually some of them stood up. Really? Some of them just and clapped as we brought him upstairs or down either, you know, both, both that's times. That's awesome. You know, I got goosebumps right now because yeah. that's cool for Brad. You know, I mean, that, that shows that people still love him. Yeah. He does go down in the pits during the open paddock area and signs autographs. He's still a part of our sport. I, I know, saw that. I saw that on the yeah. pit walk. That that uh, the, the setup yeah, he's got is yeah. badass. Dude. That's pretty cool. So he yeah. can, he hooks that on. He's got a little motor, and he yeah. can get through the pits. And actually, it's a way for him to get back to the uh, you know the grandstand side a yeah. lot faster. So it's pretty cool that he's still you know 
respected. He's still loved by the fans, and you know I think that's just awesome. So hats off to the fans there at Williams Grove. Yeah, and another thing that uh, news-wise that came out, there was another press release on that Super Twins, but I think we're going to kind of table a lot of that conversation and maybe have a lot of that for the offseason, right? Like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I yeah. think we're still waiting to get the, the final rulings on a lot of things. I haven't even read the whole thing Well, yet, I don't yeah. like to read, so you know <laughs> I haven't. But from what I've read, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, we're going to have to have Michael Locke back on the, uh, on the podcast again. Yep. And we might even have some people call in with some questions for Michael Locke. I think we might do that. But Open up our phone line again? Yeah, open up the phone line again. We Maybe we'll that. hear from the Kentucky Mud Flap because uh. we haven't heard from him in a long time. But, uh, you know... Maybe we'll do that in a couple of weeks. I we still have, we're yeah. off this weekend. We got Minneapolis and then we got the Meadowlands Mile. So we just have a couple of rounds left and then we'll get into the Super Twins discussion. How's that? Badass. I love it. All right. um, so where are you going this weekend? This weekend I'm going to California. So by the time you guys are listening to this, I'm already going to be in California. I've got Monster Trucks on Friday night in Tulare. And then Saturday night, I'm heading over to hang out with Johnny Murphy, and uh, he's actually putting on a race over there. It's called the Fast Times Moto Festival. Yeah. It's in Paso Robles. Hmm. Uh, he's been a part of it for a while. Now it's it's him and his wife's baby. It's their it's their whole production deal. And there's a short track on Saturday night. That's what we want to talk about. Well, we're gonna give him, give him a call in a second. And then they got some kind of like a scramble type deal on Sunday. And uh, that might be a lot of fun too, but I'm flying home first thing Sunday morning. So and there's like a party after one of the yeah. Events, there's right? like there's like a band on Saturday night as soon as we get done, and man, it sounds like a whole lot of fun. I know Crazy Chris is gonna be rock, you know rocking the microphone out there. No relation. That's not you. <laughs> no, I'm Crazy Carter. Oh, Crazy Carter. Yeah. So Crazy Chris, I know him. I've actually listened to him out at the Paris Speed or the Paris Short Track. Yeah. And uh, he wears a suit. Nice. And tennis shoes. And uh, at a he, dirt track. He is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he, the name That's fits awesome. him. Awesome. Crazy badass. Chris. Well, uh, you want to give Johnny a call and hear hear a little bit more about this event? Before we do. Oh boy. We are going to have an episode with Johnny Murphy. <laughs> oh, dude, we had him on briefly when we did that little thing in Daytona. That was awesome, and that was just like that wasn't even planned or anything. We just caught him at the bar, right? And he yeah. is so he's he's awesome, man. And he's the way he talks, the way he gets excited about things. So it's, passionate. It's about no what he wonder does, yeah. his nickname is Showtime. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's give him a call. Scotty. Showtime, Johnny Murphy. What's going on? Uh, just doing a little, doing a little uh, daddy work out here. I, yeah, I, I called the operator and asked for Super Dad, and then this all of a sudden your phone number came up and started dialing you. I was like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> man, it's one, it's one thing after another, man. It's, it's, uh, it's in California right now. It's just about where we are. It's just about dusk, you know. And, and uh, um, the kids always get done with dinner and feel like now's a good time to start short tracking in the backyard. <laughs> and you know, the accidents, tip overs. We got one in the house screaming about bloody knees and the other one's going i want to do some more laps like here we go we're just doing it there you go so <laughs> how how old are the kids and what are they riding four four and six so we actually have an electric bike and a pw50 we let them tear up sometimes in the back okay. of a little bitty we just live in town but um that little offset you know they, yeah. they um they've made my backyard go from like a perfectly groomed fresh chunk of sod that was just my pride and joy for about six months to yep to it's just barely making it it's got lines cut in it i mean it looks good if you're you know <laughs> like say a riding park area yeah there you go so <laughs> so that's crazy man um so that's a full-time job on top of everything else you do right <laughs> yeah well uh, so four-year-old twins and then the six-year-old, so the boy-girl twins and the boys likes riding and the six-year-old likes riding and the other girl, she kind of likes ballet. So we, 
run our kids around and then um home inspection thing uh i think that was kind of a blessing there at, at I don't know that um, with the resources that I was able to put in to get a business started, I probably could have done anything else that turned out the way this deal did. Just being able to deal with people and, and, and drama and, and realtors and all those things that go on with the home inspection business. This is a really good gig for me and, and, and provides for our family. And then, you know, provides for me, you know, allows me the opportunity to also set my schedule and spend time with my family or, you know, get, get excited about uh, extracurricular things like, like uh, the Fast Times Moto Festival, you know. Dude, dude I, I'm so excited about this Fast Times Moto Festival. I'm, I'm glad just to be able to come watch it on Saturday night. So, you, you told me before that, that somebody else started this event. You kind of helped them out. But now this is you and your wife's baby, right? This is your project. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're all in. Uh, the, the guy that's been doing it in the past was doing a great job. He's an entertainer kind of a guy. And he's got big plans or big stuff going on all summer. And so so he said, hey, I was talking to him about wanting to do some stuff. He said, you want to do it? So it's yours. And I thought, I'm not sure I was ready for that. And, you know, with the little kids and all the stuff we got going on. But... You know, um, it's like anything else, Scotty. You, you put a lot into it, and, and hopefully everybody gets a lot out of it. And, and uh, at the end of the day, it's got to justify itself that the fun that we have and the energy, you know, has to the fun that we have. And if there's any profit left over, that's fine. But, but um, the reason we're doing this is because I, I can we're able to we're able to afford to do it, and not the other way around. You know, we're not we're not doing this to try to make some money. It's not enough. If, if I want to make any more money, I just do more home inspections. So, um, dude, we're doing this because we because we, we want to and, and uh, we want to give back a little bit and see some of the talent come through. It seems like a great time for the sport to grow. There's a, there's a big. Um, I think we talked about this last time we were together. That you know that that low pressure zone that's created at the at the grassroots level right now. I mean, you you talk about a motorcycle race or flat track event, boy, people just the crowds show up. So that's, that's, I think the grassroots thing's hungry right now. That's awesome. And you said that, you know, you in, in the past it's been a TT, kind of more of an arena cross type deal, and then the short track was later, but now pe- people were talking and they wanted the short track, so the short track's on Saturday night, the TT's on Sunday, correct? Yeah, yeah, we were kind of trying to sneak the short track in as like a personal little little thing that we liked that we didn't think the people liked and kept just kept hearing the folks even here locally saying, hey, I stuck around all night with the short track and, and uh, ended up not, not being able to last out, you know, maybe it'd be at 11 o'clock at night or, or, you know, take all day to get to the short track racing because we were doing both in the same day. And it turns out people wanted to see the short track in it. It's, it's, you know, for me, that seems foreign. I mean, my whole life I had to say, I have a motorcycle racer. And they say, so, what do you do? Do that motocross thing like on TV? No, no, no. And I race flat track. And I say, well, what is that? that? <laughs> so, so now people are going, hey, man, we want the flat track. So what a great, what a great opportunity to provide that, to show, to, I guess, um, display that our form, you know, our, the thing that we, we love to the masses and to people that are just un- the untrained eye they go wow man i've heard about this you know the whether it's the whether it's the lifestyle of the, the hooligan thing or if it's the the the, the money and the, and the um, technology and all the stuff that's behind the indian and all the stuff that's going on the top level the, the the tv package you know the the it might even just have to do with the announcer that's on the tv package i'm not sure <laughs> man it sure seems like it sure seems like there's a lot of interest in the in the roundy round sport right now it, it sure is so how many classes you're gonna have at the short track on saturday night so we're doing a limited schedule scotty we're gonna do like a kids uh, all size kids gonna kind of cater to the kids and then we're doing a couple fun classes like a 150 adult you know where everybody rides the ttrs and does all the stuff vintage vets seniors hooligan and then the pros i think we got 11 classes okay 
Um, we're trying to get it done. Now we thought we'd do, you know, we'd have a hundred riders, you know, not say a whole bunch, not, not invite a bunch, we're not have a bunch of classes in them three-hour show and we got a band kicking off at nine o'clock so we got to get ready to go right here at the fairgrounds we got the big main stage where all the big big acts are you know kid rock and the blake shelton all they play we've commandeered the deal man we've got a little local band that, that does a great job and, and uh gonna have a good old party afterwards but then, then we the pre-entry started coming in and now we're gonna we might have an issue getting it done in time so wow well that's we're, that's, we're, that's kind of a good issue to have i mean if you got that many people signing up wanting to be a part of it that's a good feeling right you bet. Hey, listen to this. I keep hearing from Zimke and all my buddies. You know, within the motorcycle industry, they're listening to the manufacturers, but there's a bunch of people out trying to build the youth in the sport. Right. We, we put up pre-entries, put up the classes structure and open pre-entries. We closed pre-entries yesterday with a total of 14 riders in the PW50 class. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. juniors are 14 deep yeah. at the Pass Rebels Fairgrounds. Like, That's cool. It's pre-entries. Like, what? I mean, come on. Like, so, I, I mean, I know that they, I, you, you keep hearing motorcycle industry struggling, you know, at this age, at this at this level, at this deal. That, dude, they're starving for a place to ride. If there's anything going on, there's no place for these people to go ride. Right, right. So, that's awesome, so man. Here we, so here we are. Yeah. So I've heard I've heard uh, Jeffrey Carver is going to be there. Are Are there any other big names that are going to be part of the pro class? You know, there's a, there's unfortunately the way the timing worked out with scheduling everything, Scotty. There's another there's another pro race up north. And okay. It's a seven or eight hour drive, so it's, it's cool. You know, we didn't really have a scheduling wise, we didn't really have a chance to do anything different. I think they had one date they could use, and we kind of did the same. So there's some big money, big money, local money, not you know not the national stuff, but big big local money going right. up there. Right. But we got Carver coming out because he's a good timing guy and he wants to do do fun stuff. Um, you know, on the on the uh, Stevie Bonzi's coming down. I think Bonzi's going to be tough to beat. He's been winning a lot of local stuff lately, right? Or you know, California California Series 450 stuff. Sure. Um, we've got the, the good little young kid Grant Holmes from Southern California. That I know yep. you guys have been watching him at all. He's a good yep. little rider. He's fast. There's some talent. I don't know who all's coming. I didn't I didn't look at the pre-entry list. Okay. For the pros. But um, um, I tell you what, I'm the most excited about it. it's because I got a little skin in the game now. Is old. Is old Tyler Behrman, six five three, right out of the X Games, is coming to ride my four fifty. That's awesome, class. dude. That's awesome. Is he going to ride yeah. the hooligan class too, or just going to oh, focus yeah. on? Oh yeah, sure okay. He'll be on one of the Indians. You know, they're they're the hooligan guys, man. They got to do it. But but right uh, um, yeah, yeah. So there's some there's some decent guys. Tyler's Tyler's. Um, I, I keep telling him. I said I, I'm trying to talk him into racing. You know, racing the pro class, pushing himself because I've seen that kid adapt. Right. Right. You know, it's like the Jake Johnson theory. I got a theory on Jake Johnson that he doesn't know much, you know, but he just puts himself into a position and realize, and then his body figures it out for yep, him because yep. he's so naturally talented. It pisses me off to watch him do it, but it's kind of <laughs> cool to see it happen. We took him trail. We took him trail riding. I just watched that guy go. Did he never even rode a trail bike before? Look at this kid. And I'm trying to get Tyler in that environment with the with the 450 with Carver and Bonzi and some guys and let him get into the corner too deep one time and right. and figure out how to turn the front end under and get the gas back on. And, oh no, I'm on a high side if I don't turn this thing and wham you know i'm waiting i want to see that guy's talent develop as a, you know in the flat track things I've, he's only ridden it a handful of times and he's just getting a hand he's getting it figured out quick right i'm with so. I'm, I'm with you on all that stuff i'd love to see him and and he trains really really hard i know when he broke his ankle and he possibly was going to miss the x games he trained so hard just to get to the x games and it was definitely worth it for him yeah, he's been spent a lot of time down there at Red Bull facilities, I guess. And, and uh, man, I grew up with him. He's, he's a pastoralist kid, you know. And, and 
black. He, he just he would go super crossing a few times and start making results and then go out and play riding or jump something and hurt himself. And we, right. His dad's a deer friend of ours, a trail ride buddy. So we, you know, was, oh, Tyler got hurt. You know, he was out messing around and messed up his racing career and he's hurt again. And then we decided, you know, once we started seeing what was going on, I was like, he needs to stay off the racetrack and not mess up his free riding career. There you, you know? go. See what this kid's see what this kid's doing trail riding and play riding he's doing he's making videos and drawing paychecks and turning heads and and nowadays with the social media thing yep. Scotty, it's, it's like that's what it's all about yep you know you're right so, anyway he's, he's gonna work see if he can do some flat tracking that's awesome man that's so cool i know you got you got a lot of things going on your kids are i can still hear them right now so we're gonna let you go but um you know look forward to your event saturday at paso robles is the short track sunday is the what are you calling that an arena cross we're or going, a tt we're or because because it's a it's a rough scrambles and scrambles is hard to kind of get kids on you. The old school guys love it. Rod Lake was giving me a hard time. What the heck to Moto TT? Knock that off. <laughs> Moto TTs, Moto TT. Man, we ride dirt bikes with, with steel shoes on. Yeah. And get it on, man. It's, okay. It's gonna be it's gonna be about four inches deep of cushion. Yeah. And uh and he who runs it in the hardest is gonna come out first. So. Right on. That's so cool. And then, of course, then the party after Saturday night and stuff, man. I look forward to being out there. I'll let you go. Thanks so much for your time, and I'll see you on Saturday. All right, looking forward to it, Scotty. You guys have a good one. All right, super dad. See ya. All right, later. Yeah, man. I could honestly sit here and listen to you guys talk about motorcycles and flat track and whatever else has two wheels for forever. Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. There you go. Yeah, yeah, of course. Always a good conversation, and to hear you guys go back and forth, uh, I love it. As, like I said, I could sit here listening to it all night. He, he's he's a cool dude. Uh, I'm I'm happy for him. He's happily married. He's raising three little kids, and it sounds like they're all on. They all have something fun to do. Two of them like like motorcycles. One of them likes ballet. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, man, I just love it. I, I I love Johnny Murphy, and and I, I can't wait to check out his event tomorrow night. What what got me is he 14. PW 50. That's crazy. Yeah. The events that I've seen those little things run, there's like four or five running. Right, right. That's crazy. So I'm glad I'm not a scorekeeper for that one because those <laughs> numbers are like only about three inches tall. Yeah. And those little guys, some of those little guys are pretty fast. Yeah, no, it's great. That'll be awesome. And he, he I think he hit the nail on the head with the. the the initiatives you've seen with the youth thing. Johnny Lewis, we should probably give him a call soon and talk about what he's doing with that flat track features. That looks badass. Yep. Um, and it's exciting to see these riders at such a young age getting into the sport and at the and racing at the level they are, even as little kids. Well, you know, you, you see more and more, like in the NASCAR, you see them starting in go-karts and working their way up to quarter midgets and, yep. and midgets and mini sprints and then sprint cars and, or you know even the iRacing. Yep. So they're starting younger and younger. I, I wish... If I could go back and do things again, Carter, I think I wish, you know, I would have started when I was a little kid. I didn't start yeah. flat tracking until I was a little bit older. That's so right. You did the bike thing before, didn't you? I did you? bicycles. Yeah. I did uh, motocross. And then, then I went into flat track. So hmm. I was older before I got into it. So, you know, looking back. But um, what else we got to talk about, man? Is yeah. that, and we keep it short? Short and sweet. Again, I love it. we got, uh, you know, a, a weekend off for some shenanigans. You still won't tell us what you're doing in Oklahoma. I'm just acting like a dumbass. Do you, have, you have to act? Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm oh. acting. Yeah. Oh, you're an actor now. Yeah, if you follow me on social media, I'm sure you'll see some posts. I, st- I still like the Dr. Pepper post we did when we were in Springfield. Dr. Pepper responded, did I tell you They that? responded to, they, what did they, they, they oh, liked the, it. The one from Williams Grove. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, Zach brought you that two liter on yeah. ice. Yep, that was nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. We'll have to keep posting them and tagging them and stuff. Maybe we'll get that sponsorship we're after, but uh but yeah, dude, it's uh, it's. I'm just here to have some fun. I'm gonna do it for two weeks. I, I uh, and make some people laugh. It'll be good. 
All right, I, hopefully I get to check it out. I don't know what you're doing, but we'll try to figure it out. If so, you do, you cannot post any social media videos while you're I'm not you're promising there. anything. All right. I think we're going to take Haley, and she's going to check it out, too. I'll take my daughter. I love it. And her boyfriend. That'd be great. My girlfriend. They'll laugh. All right. They'll we'll take, cry. We'll take a bunch of people. It'll, <laughs> oh, boy. You have your own fan club. I'm I'm here for like a week and a half, so Man. there's plenty of time. Are you, are you sleeping on my couch? Maybe. I've got an air mattress in the back of my Durango that's perfect. Looks looks pretty damn comfortable, too. It is. It is. Full size. Yeah. Fits I, in the back I, of your Durango. I don't mess around. Badass. Hey, before we leave, what? you haven't asked me what our flat track fact is. Oh, you said you got a doozy this week, I've got too. Actually, I've got two because... Oh, yeah? Because of Brandon Price oh. getting, getting his first career podium. VP92? I still so, call him 92. I call him, I said the price is right. All I've right. been saving that one until I got on the podium. I was hoping I would save it for a win, but yeah. his second place, his first podium. But Brandon Price is the first rookie to score a podium since Dominic Kalendras did at Peoria in 2015. Wow. And Brandon is the first rookie since Jake Shoemaker at Hagerstown in 2013 to score a podium on a half mile. That's impressive. Yeah. I, if you're Brandon Price, are you just, are you, do you think he expected to do this well? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how he could. It doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Yeah. But look back last year. Yeah. Springfield TT. He left in an ambulance. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was, it was touchy for a little while. Absolutely, yeah. And. To make this good of a recovery and to be at the level he's at right now, I'm pretty sure he's already locked up the rookie of the year, but they haven't really announced it yet. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't think anybody's gonna catch him in two the last two races. No. You know, unless you go out there and <laughs> and win two. Not races. gonna happen. No, I don't I don't think anybody's gonna catch him either. So yeah. I, I, I don't know if he expected it. I think I think it's awesome though. I it's think it's badass I, to I mean, see, I'll tell you that, man. And him. Oliver Brindley getting on the podium, Davis Fisher getting up there. It's cool to see those guys. It's cool to see fresh blood up there, not yeah. the same old guys every weekend. Right. So, you know, um, that's Fisher's second podium. He got yep. he got third out at uh, what Sacramento? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you gotta you gotta pack because you're leaving first thing tomorrow morning. Yep. Thursday, I'm I'm headed out to California. All right, and I've got to go back to my hotel because I got to get up and work at eight o'clock. Oh, in the so now you're not staying here? No, not tonight. All right, fine. Whatever. When I come to Florida, I stay at your house. Um, they're paying for a hotel. I gotta stay in the hotel. Okay, all right, I, I get it. You don't like my couch. The bed in the okay. hotel is is more it's comfy probably, than a couch. Probably, probably more comfy. I'm not getting on my bed. Maybe not more comfy than the, than the Durango. In the Durango. But it's kind of hot out still. It is. Yeah. All right. Hey. What? Smash that like button. Yes. Tell all your friends about Off the Groove. Yes. I gave out. Quite a few stickers this last weekend at Williams Grove. I had to get some more. Brought another pack for yep, you, yep, so you'll yep, be yep. loaded up for the last two. And the cutest little kid got one oh, in awesome. the grandstands when I was leaving. I couldn't believe he was still there. Yeah. And uh, the dad goes, hey, man, we listen to your podcast every week. And yeah. I was like, both of you? He's like, yeah. So I gave him both a sticker. And that was cool. The little kid in the stands has got to be a cool one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, yeah, smash that like button to all of your friends. Uh, Carter, you keep it on four wheels yes. in your shenanigans. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but have fun. And uh, I'm going to keep it on two wheels. Actually, I'm going to do Monster Trucks Friday night, which is tonight when you guys hear this. They and keep it on two wheels sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they go upside down. You know, you never know what you're going to get. So all right. we'll see. And then I'm going to have some fun out at Johnny Murphy's race on uh, Saturday night. So we'll talk to you guys next Friday. Safe travels. We'll see you uh, probably Monday night. Oh, shit. am I invited to Monday night? Dinner? Yes. If you uh, get done, if you're done with your shenanigans quick enough, what? you can come to Monday Night what Dinner. What time is dinner? We, we usually start around 7. Oh, uh, how long does it go? Uh, about till 9, maybe. Depends. Oh. I'll, have to, I'll have to be waiting for you. Oh. 
We'll try to. We'll make it happen. That would be an epic dinner for sure. All right. Well, we'll go see the Monday night dinner, people. All right. I'll see you on Monday. Keep it on two wheels. Peace. Hey, Lee. Hey. Hey, Carter. Carter's here. We're uh, testing audio right now. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Say hi to Carter. Hi, Carter. Uh, this may actually make this week's episode, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, no.